Hello and welcome to the Grapeseed Official Podcast. It's take a step time and we are up to unit 9 in this series. So far we have done examples of many of the component types, with the focus of the last episode on the big book pink, although that served as a gateway to a larger discussion on the shifting focus of shared reading poems and big books. So what will be new here this week? You've probably already read the title of this podcast, so the cat is already out of the bag. We received a request from a particular teacher, who will remain nameless, for the Unit 9 material we should talk about. They asked that we discuss my first book of poems, citing that it was their least favorite story in the unit, and through hearing an episode about it, they might gain a new appreciation for it. I think that is a feeling most Grapeseed teachers can relate to. Of course, we do our best to not show it to our students, but naturally, we are bound to like some components more than others. Sometimes a component we didn't like very much at first becomes one we enjoy teaching after seeing student reactions or understanding more how the component is woven into the greater grapeseed tapestry. A few teachers have mentioned Rude Rude Kitty was one example for them. So, for those of you who aren't big fans of my first book of poems, let's see if we can turn that around. I think one of the first things that catches teachers off guard is the nature of the story itself. It isn't one long continuous story. We aren't walking around looking at different clothes with Little Monkey in Unit 2, or eating too many sweets and getting sick like Sad Sam. In this story, each teaching card is a different short poem without an overarching story, aside from the last page saying that, hey, it's a bunch of poems we like. The closest story structurally is probably Birthday Fun in Unit 7, where different children are talking about their birthdays, what they got, and how the weather was. The delivery of my first book of poems and the initial reception by the students is likely to be a bit awkward if we aren't prepared to teach it well. So what's the point of this component? What are we trying to achieve? As always, we can look in our teacher manual to find the answers we seek. There are quite a few learning objectives here, but I will highlight a few on this podcast. Express a preference about favorite poems. Listen to and participate in conversations. Listen to words that rhyme. Now, before some explanation of context, let's look at the quick checks as well. Early exposures. Are students beginning to answer questions about the story? Middle exposures. Can students use complete sentences to answer questions about the story? End exposures. Are students able to recognize words that rhyme in the story? Okay, that's a lot to throw at you all at once. Pause for a second and think about those. Some grapeseed components focus on introducing new vocabulary or expressions. Some focus more on general English competency, not teaching new concepts, but reinforcing things students already know and or bringing language together in new contexts. After hearing those learning objectives and quick checks, which one is this? To me, it feels like the latter. Both of these types are very important. Just because we have a story called Me Too in Unit 5 and focus on Me Too as a target expression in it, It doesn't mean students will forever remember how, when, and in what context to use the new expression, especially as they learn new vocabulary and expressions in later units. We need other components to give a chance for students to reflect on and combine those vocabulary and expressions they have learned into new, novel ideas. My first book of poems will help us with this, with an added touch of focusing on rhyming, which is a concept of print and something we have been talking about for many units now. This leads us into a brief discussion on Mikolos' favorite topic besides his kids, the affective filter. Remember that the affective filter is made up of factors like anxiety, confidence, and motivation. 
let's look at what we just discussed, the two general types of components, through the lens of the affective filter. Learning new concepts can motivate some students as they want to figure out what this new language puzzle is and what it means. For others, it might make them anxious. What about the second type of the more general or review components? Those are a huge boost to student confidence. From the first exposure, students will be listening to a new story and they might think consciously or subconsciously, wait, I understand this. You out there listening, if you are multilingual, what did it feel like when you were first able to start understanding conversations around you in your non-native language? Pretty fantastic, right? That can be our students in each new unit as they are exposed to the spiral curriculum of Grapeseed. Time for the lesson plans themselves. We teach this for the first time right in lesson one. Unsurprisingly, we simply do the vocab cards and tell the story expressively. We do make a bit of a show of showing the cover and reading the title, another concept of print, but really, this is nothing new for the students at this point. With this exposure, the students get to simply listen and enjoy another new component in Unit 9 and focus solely on trying to comprehend each of the poems in it. We start discussing rhyming in the context of this story in Lesson 2. After reading the story, we go back to the first poem and ask students to listen again to the rhyme in Wall and Fall as you read the first two sentences again. Here is an opportunity to tweak these directions based on the level of your class. We've talked with our students about rhyming before, and so, you probably know just how much they understand the concept at this point. Even though it is only the second exposure for this story, you could consider asking them what rhymes as you read those two sentences without immediately giving them the answer. Of course, if you don't think your class understands the concept of rhyming very much at all yet, you can just give the answer and move on. But if you are unsure or you think they understand, see if they can give you the right answer. As with anything, heap praise upon whoever gives the right answer. Or, if they are unable to answer correctly, model the answer for them and move on. No harm, no foul. I will give a big shout out to the curriculum team here. I love that even though rhyming is technically the end exposure quick check, we draw attention to it early and plant the seed hopefully drawing student awareness to the rhyming in the poem as they go home to do their R.E.P. or they hear the story again in class. Very strategic. Having planted that seed, Lesson 3 brings us to targeting the beginning and middle exposure quick checks of being able to answer questions about the story. Using card 3, we ask, what are the rabbits ready for? And then, what are they ready to do right now? We're in Unit 9 now, so try to push for more than just one-word answers if possible. Remember that each new unit isn't a full reset of our expectations for students. They have had almost two full years of grapeseed, more in some schools, so phrases at a minimum is usually what we can expect to see. Lesson 4 continues with the questions, with the added 1-2 punch of asking a question about the component, then a connecting question about the students themselves. We ask, what color do the rabbit's faces turn when they get hot? Followed up with the combo of, does your face turn red when you get hot? Then again, where do the rabbits run a race? Where do you like to run, in the sun or rain? This is pretty early in a unit to be connecting language to students' lives, another indication to you that the goals for this component are building confidence and competency more than introducing new language and expressions. Lesson 10 brings us back to rhyming. After reading the story, the lesson plan tells us to mention that each of the poems has rhyming words and instructs us to list them out. 
Here is another opportunity to turn this into an informal assessment of the students. Even if they struggled when you asked them back in Lesson 2, they've had more exposures to the story in class and, hopefully, many more exposures on their REP. If you still think they might struggle, maybe model the rhyming words on the first poem or two and then ask them for the rest. See if you can make those light bulbs go off in class. That was always one of my favorite things to see in Grapeseed Lessons, when something finally clicked for students and you can see how excited they are that they finally understand something. Lesson 12 has us draw attention to the er sound in words in the poem. One idea for these pronunciation-focused directions in the lesson plans in Unit 7 and beyond is to use a language from the poem I Love V. If you remember, the mentor text says, look and you'll see V everywhere. For these, you can say, boys and girls, there are so many er sounds in these stories. Listen and you'll hear er everywhere, in great, rooster, rabbit, and so on. Just a small idea to bring back other language and expressions in a previous unit and keep them relevant here while you are tackling the objectives in the current unit. Lesson 17 brings us the questions, what did I get in the mailbox? What did someone make? Can you guess who brings the card? Lesson 18 comes back to rhyming, but with a bit of a twist. We say, poems have words that rhyme. Do you like words that rhyme? Do you like poems? Which poem is your favorite? Remember those learning objectives we talked about before the quick checks? The first one mentioned was express a preference about favorite poems. There we go. In class, it would be pretty typical for students to choose a poem from this particular story. If you have time, it might be fun to open it up to all poems. You might even consider bringing them all out and putting them around the room. You could then say, boys and girls, do you remember all of these poems? I like the poem Doctor. What poems do you like? This could even lead into a pair work opportunity for students to ask and answer with their friends, again, if you have time. Lessons 20, 22, and 24 have us asking questions about other teaching cards in the poem we haven't asked questions about yet. Lesson 26, the final exposure for this component, again goes back to rhyming as the focus, but we up the challenge. We ask, what word rhymes with fall? What word rhymes with run? What other words can you find that rhyme in the story? I love the progression here. We have set students up to be successful with this from all the work we have done in previous exposures, but even here, in just this lesson alone, we test the waters with a couple direct questions to get students warmed up, then open it up to having students identify rhyming pairs on their own without teacher support. One of my favorite things about Grapeseed is that you can take a bird's eye view of the curriculum and marvel at its design while at the same time zooming in to examine one particular piece, like we do here on the Take a Step series, and see how carefully the progression of learning is considered with the set of unique learning objectives. For a bit of a nerdy comparison, this is almost like the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, if you've seen them. On a big scale, you can see how many movies have been made and the timeline of their release and think, wow, this was planned out really well. You can also zoom in on individual characters like Iron Man or Thor and see how much care and development were put into the characters as they changed and grew through the movies. Let's circle back to our objectives and quick checks. Through the many exposures to this story in Unit 9, we have checked off all of them. Our students have had a chance to express a preference for poems. They've had chances to answer questions about the poems, also with opportunities to talk about themselves using that language. We spent a lot of time talking about rhyming. 
taking them from an assumed level of low competency with the concept to opening up our questions to have students identify words that rhyme on their own. Hopefully, for those of you out there, including our mystery teacher who suggested this component, this episode has served to shine a new light on my first book of poems and build your appreciation for it. Next up, we have something from Unit 10. Send any suggestions in to mailcarrier at grapeseed.com, no matter the reason. A component you like, one you want to hear more about, or even another one you don't particularly like but want to hear discussed. As always, thank you for listening, and good luck in the classroom. was a good day, but now I will say goodbye, my friends, goodbye. Goodbye, everyone.